Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to another episode of Dice Hard, where we take your favorite movies and turn them into tabletop games. And now your host, Alex. Welcome to another episode of Dice Hard. Um, today I have my regular guest, Sam. Hello. And my very special guest, Nathan Everett. Oh, hey there. How's it going? <laughs> oh, that was a, that was a jolly hello. Oh, always jolly. <laughs> awesome. Go for it. Alright. Uh, in a desperate attempt to win a basketball match and earn their freedom, the Looney Tunes seek the aid of the retired basketball champion, Michael Jordan. Can you guess what the movie is? It's Space Jam! <laughs> I was trying to think of something clever to say, it just didn't come out. Because, I don't so know. I didn't live too much time. <laughs> no. I knew where the direction was going. So. That's alright. <laughs> when was the last time you watched this movie, Sam? <coughs> Look, I... I was going to rewatch it for this, and I'm like, let me just read a synopsis, see if that's enough to refresh my memory. <laughs> I forgot how dumb this movie is. Yes. It's got incredibly bad ratings. Yeah, but you always loved it as a child. Well, I loved it as I a child. I reckon I did love it as a child. I, I, I'm I, pretty sure I did. And I was in grade six when this came out. Well, I reckon I yeah. didn't see it as a child, and that's probably the problem. Yes. Uh, yeah, that would definitely possibly. be part of the problem. <laughs> um. I actually had, had a little bit of... I haven't watched it for a while either, but I also did a bit of research and just um, went online and read the synopsis again. It actually um, wasn't on TV refreshed. that long ago. Uh, so I, so I didn't watch it either, <laughs> not for this, <laughs> but it was on TV not too long ago, so maybe I am actually the person that most recently saw it. Maybe. Just quickly, while doing research, they actually still have the like the 90s website up online. It's like so 90s retro bad images. Wow. Oh, really? That's, That's awesome. Has it got like GIFs everywhere and flashing colours and stuff? Yeah. Oh, the flashing colours. Fantastic. Nani's <laughs> websites are the worst. We should... Yeah, yeah. I, okay, I'm going to have a look at that straight after this. <laughs> <laughs> um, did anyone get a good starting player? Because I was going to say the last person blown up by Acme Dynamite. Uh, <laughs> yes, did it? No. <laughs> no L- last anyone, person to pull in a pit? Oh, yeah. Big old hole the last person to shoot a, shoot a hoop. Oh, oh, yeah, that's not bad. What about the last person Well, I mean, it baseball? is about basketball. Did you yeah, just say well, baseball? Yes. Michael Jordan was a professional, well, professional baseball player for a little while. In, in yeah. my reading of the synopsis, and I, I don't quite remember it in the movie, but he retires from basketball, which is why his powers aren't stolen by the Nerdlucks. 
Yeah, because he goes to play That's baseball true. instead. Exactly. But you know they Which literally is why my starting play player ba- was they, <laughs> to they play baseball. They literally play basketball in the movie, Alex. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Alex, I'm just saying, it's literally about basketball. Okay. What about the last person? No one him? no one goes. Hey, do you remember Michael Jordan, the famous <laughs> baseball player? Actually, people do say that because right, it was an incredibly embarrassing period for him. <laughs> uh, you know what? I still remember, right? This is this is way back when, but basketball cards were like the thing to do at primary school in this particular year level. And everyone got all these basketball cards. And I remember... Never feeling so ripped off when I opened up a packet of basketball cards and I'm like, basketballer, basketball, basketballer, basketballer, Michael Jordan playing baseball. What? What? <laughs> basketball, but what, what is this? And it was like a basketball card of Michael Jordan as a baseballer. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, I don't think I've ever felt as ripped off as that one time. And I've played a lot of games that, you know, you open booster packs for random goodness and, you know, often there's jank or something. Major disappointment. But a baseball card in a basketball card set, very bad. That's that's like opening up a Magic the Gathering thing and a Pokemon card. <laughs> that would be funny, though. <laughs> it would. Um, yeah, last person to eat jam. Yeah. Jam. Look, I mean, obviously I mine aren't very good. I don't, I don't hear you guys coming up with better ones. So, well, I I like shooting hoops. It seemed very thematically close. All right, I can go with that. Oh, I shot hoops like a few years ago. I, I shot hoops on Sunday. Oh, well, you, I would have <laughs> shot hoops like in June. Okay. All right. Did you manage to hit the ring, Sam? I got the ball in. Thank you no. very much. No. Yes. Were you there like for two hours? hours. At least once. <laughs> two hours of practice. <laughs> Only 45 minutes. Thank you very much, Alex. <laughs> it was one of those kid kid hoops, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was one of the ones he attached to the top of the door. <laughs> yep. <laughs> awesome. Okay, well... My concept. Okay, so I, I didn't go, like, fully into detail with this, but I really... Like, one of the awesome things about this movie, just like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, is the mix of the animation and the real world. Mm-hmm. And I I don't really have good mechanics for anything that I was thinking, but I wanted there to be some sort of cross between digital and analog, and whether that be, you know, whenever you play a card, it has a little barcode on it um, and you use your phone and you can like see stuff happening um, there were these guys at PAX um, and Nathan you would have seen them too they were next door to us 89 yep. friends yeah, yep. and um, what they had was this like um, hexes map map software uh, map, map hardware and there were hexes and you could put stuff on the hexes like cards and the cards would have a code or a symbol on it and their mm-hmm. app integrated into the board game by <clears throat> hovering your phone 
and camera over this map and it would sense the symbol and you could see something animated there like um, a chest or a trapdoor or um, an orc attacking or something like that and the cool thing was that if everyone was sort of a different um, sort of, you know, how, like you have members of parties in role-playing games. So you have like the thief, and you yep. have the bard, and you have the barbarian, whatever. The thief can sort of detect detect traps more easily. So if the thief was to hover their phone over a particular gate, they might go, "Oh, I can see that that's trapped." But if the bard did it, they can't see it. So having these <laughs> sort of symbols and animated parts in the game was what I wanted to contribute to this concept. Um, yeah. I, I, that sounds pretty cool with the, like, the Looney Tunes. Exactly. Stuff. So you've got these, yeah. uh, this real-world gameplay, but animated parts of it. And like these animated parts could be sort of um, counters to what you're trying to do. So, I mean, if I mean, we're playing a basketball game, you, you try and move your Jordan character up and then... You have to move them to a certain node, and at that node, there's a symbol. You look at the symbol, and the symbol will react, and it might be a nerd luck stealing the ball or something like that, and it's animated. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that was sort of the part that I wanted to contribute, some sort of way of, of adding animation into a analog board game. Mm-hmm. Well, that kind of could potentially work with my idea. I don't know if you want me to... Yeah, no, perfect. Go for yeah, it. go. All right. Um... So, my initial idea, I thought of the all, like, dexterity sport thing, but that's not really my thing as of yet. I'm more of, like, a cardish kind of person for now. Um, and with the Looney Tunes, you can have all these kind of um, weird and wacky kind of abilities. Um, so, my idea initially was for, like, a deck builder. Oh, yeah. Um, so, the initial idea was maybe a bit like the Legendary series. So you have all these like weird, wacky Looney Tunes to pick from from the center and build your deck around and have all these abilities and then you might have to um, have passing or technique uh, to get past... Oh, I can't even... The, <laughs> what are they called? Stealing, the, uh, dribbling... Oh, the Nerdlux. Yeah. yeah, the Monstars yeah. when they've got all the skills, yep. Yeah, so the idea was um, you have to pass through them and then... You have, like, a shoot score to try and get a point. If you don't, um, then then Monstars will score a point. And it was, like, a cooperative game, so you had to work with others and build your deck. Um, the other idea I had was, like, a deck builder, but uh, more similar to your idea where there was, like, positions on the actual board. Yep. Um, so you could build your deck and move and pass the basketball around. And we could use your... Um, augmented reality system with the maybe the deck building aspect where you play a card it does a thing and moves it on the augment yeah side. yeah that'd be cool um let's hmm. hear sam's idea before going any further with that because yeah i like that second one i think that second Ooh. one can be done pretty well my um my idea was close to your first one it was uh essentially yeah i was thinking just a um a deck building where you have to trade or combine cards to get certain stats to win certain hands. But specifically, I wanted all the cards to be done like baseball cards. Sorry, like basketball cards. <laughs> what have you done to me, Alex? Um, done like, you know, done like those old school, 
you know, um, basketball cards, but you've got tons of basketball players and tons of Looney Tunes characters, whether yep. they were in mm-hmm. Space Jam or not, irrelevant. Um, and combining certain stats and whatnot and for, for, for victories and whatever. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, it sounds like a deck builder is the theme. Yeah, yeah, no, it that does was... sound like that. So, okay, so let's say we do a deck builder one. First, we should probably work out what the decks are trying to do. So, I mean, is everyone playing a team or collectively a team or are you playing against each other or is a two-player? Uh, so you have two options, I guess. You have either the cooperativeness where you're all at the Looney Tunes versus trying to verse the monsters. Yep. Um, which is what I had with the kind of legendary approach, but you could also do on a board. Um, or you could have like the Star Realms kind of aspect where one pe- uh, one person is the... Uh, is one faction um, and one's another. Yeah, with the monsters. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Um well, well, why don't we make a two-player? Because I think a two-player deck-building game would actually be really interesting. Um, <laughs> there's not a lot out there, and every time I play a deck-building game two-player, I'm severely disappointed. So, um, <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. Actually, Tonta Kuro okay. was actually not a bad two-player deck-builder. Anyway, um, so... And do we want to incorporate the augmented reality aspect as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to get to that. <laughs> sorry, sorry. That's okay. Um, I'll let you go. If we make it a deck builder um, and we have a team of people, right, we would have to use our team or move our team around the board. So every time we draw a hand of cards, that would give us a set of actions to do. So it might be like mm-hmm. move, pass... A trick or shoot or something like that because you don't want to fill your deck with too many shoots or you don't want to fill your deck with too many jump balls, you know, because mm-hmm. when you get that opportunity yep. to do the jump ball, actually, it's only once in the game, isn't it? I don't know. You tell me. Mm-hmm. Who plays basketball? No. <laughs> no. Sam, you did Anthology like- Radio. Have you done one on basketball? We did. I was useless. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, wait, Super. let me think. I should have listened to that beforehand. <laughs> There's always dribbling. They do dribbling, right? I know that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm, 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 dribbling, I think, passing, shooting are probably the three. I think, and all the people are going to be yelling into their, like, stereos or whatever they do to listen to Dice Hard, <laughs> but I think there's only one jump ball at the start of, like, the game and yeah. maybe at halftime or something like that. And all then right, whoever so. shoots... The other team gets the ball and passes. So yeah, because when they when they score, they start from the other end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My friend Mark's gonna kill me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, I I'd assume we have like a, a team that we're controlling, and and each card that we draw um, potentially lets us use our team, and we want to sort of build in uh, Looney Tune tricks and um, and basketball moves to to maneuver our team and, and get the ball and do all the other bits and pieces. So I guess you, you want a combination of aggressive moves and defensive moves as well. Yeah, because I was going to say, it's basketball is a game of like pure attack and then pure defense. So maybe one side is going all out attack while the other one is trying to defend, and then maybe when they get the ball or defend successfully, if you want to call it that, um, then they swap roles, but they still have that deck building element. Yeah, yeah. Maybe all good. the deck, maybe all the cards are double sided, and you have one defense side and one attack side. 
possibly. And therefore, you some cards might be better in attack. Down. Some cards might be better in attack, and some in defense. So you have to decide. Yeah, deck build. That sounds that sounds like a good idea already. Like just having having two decks in one, and whatever card you contribute, you're like. This card's really good in defense, but really bad in attack. So if I draw this while I'm attacking, it's pretty much dead. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, I guess players should be able to place things on the field, uh, the court, <laughs> the court as well, so that mm-hmm. that's maybe where we can chuck in our augmented reality so maybe some cards are like acme cards and they're a stick of dynamite or um mm-hmm. uh, i don't know yeah, a cannon like, or something like coyotes, that wily coyote things and, yeah yeah rockets rockets anything. and stuff yeah yeah like uh rocket boots <laughs> um that that's then you cool. have the Michael Jordan baseball card, which is like a nothing card, doesn't do anything, and just corks up the person's deck. Can, can we have one card, which is an Air Bud card? <laughs> yeah, it's just like one instant goal. One instant goal. There's no rules that say a dog can't play basketball. <laughs> That's true. Um, it's the Michael Jordan long arm slam dunk card. What's the... Um, is there a Looney Tunes dog? Uh, probably. Have... Saw it before. They've still vested a cat. Yeah, they've got lots of cats uh, and mice. <laughs> and skunks. they got Tasmanian Devil, Toro. It's like a... Uh, I guess Tasmanian Devil. He's pretty dog-like. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, interesting. It's weird. They don't seem to have like they've got one called a barnyard dog. Okay. I don't know. I don't recognize it though. So is he big and droopy? He's very droopy. Yeah. Oh, he's the dog. The, it's spelled the D-A-W-G. Of, <laughs> the nemesis of Sylvester, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, the big bulldog. They do yeah. have the dog, oh, and it is the nemesis that. of Sylvester. Yeah. He always protects Tweety. Yeah, you're right. Um, I wonder what his name is. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, like oh, we also have to have we have to have Bill Hector. Murray in there somewhere too. Hector the uh, bulldog. Yeah. Well, Bill, Bill Murray can be part of your team. Are we subbing sure. subbing team members on on and off? Actually, that would be a good way. Imagine you could scan it into your phone, and it sort of it registers their stamina. So you can only play so many cards on particular people, and it would tell you. So as soon as you um, place a person out, your phone scans it, and then you can only they can only do so many moves before they have to be subbed off. Possibly, and then the um, like the monsters will their kind of abilities are negating the stamina of the other or the Looney Tunes. As that's what they did in the movie, they just like bash them and. Yeah, yeah, they pummeled them in the first half. Possibly. Um, and you, yeah, with the augmented reality, it kind of works as well. Yeah, because you, you can <laughs> keep the stats on there. Yeah, true. Stats but, on the device. Because I was sort of thinking, like, it'd be cool if you can time little traps. Like, say you have Acme device, right? You have a little Acme deck that is basically, like, little tiny squares 
little little square cards with a little code on it. So you have a quick look at what the what the um, thing is in your phone, and then you place it on the field. And like, say it's a piece of dynamite. Dynamite takes three turns to go off. So you don't know what it is, but if you hit that spot at the wrong or right time, it can be good or bad for you. Like, if you're the player that's put it there, you know it's going to go off, and you can use it to, like, move, but if so, if your opponent goes there and, and hits that spot, maybe it damages them or reduces their stamina, or, you know, you lose a card or something because of it. Yeah, that's yeah. a cool idea. Um, that's what I was getting at with the traps, and that's your um, augmented reality coming in as well, because you can scan it and put it in, and because you scanned it, it might tell the other person's phone, you're not allowed to scan this, because you don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. Which that makes works. it makes it a little trap. Um, I think getting little Acme items randomly is cool, because you never know what Acme's going to send, unless you're Wile E. Coyote, and you've ordered it really specifically. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> With all the stuff he buys, he could have just bought a Roadrunner to eat. <laughs> he probably could have just ordered a Roadrunner. He's, or, or, he's literally or, my favourite character in Looney Tunes. He is great. Now, question. We're talking about all the gameplay. How are we going to do the deck building aspect? Yeah, that's a good question. I was... You know, I thought if I keep talking about the gameplay, I don't have to think about how <laughs> we get the deck building bit. Um, or I, do we want to go back on the deck building and just have it pre-constructed initial decks? Oh, yeah, we could, couldn't we? Oh, no. No, nah, make it deck building. we got to, we got to be able to customise it somehow. We could have a challenge. Yeah. Um, Alright. So what kind of currency are you thinking of? Yeah, that's a really good question. <laughs> um, we could just do something silly like loony points or, you know. Because mm-hmm. I guess what? one team is sort of being themselves and the other team is being nasty and mean. Um, mm. uh, fan points? Um, popularity? Because it's whoever yeah, wins, whoever's winning a game is getting more popular. Because um, you you might get cards that specifically give you popularity and don't actually have any moves. Showboating kind of cards. Yeah, yeah, showboating. That'd be or cool the, um, to have as a little code as well. Because you put your card down, and if you wanted to scan it, you can see the the guy giving someone a noogie or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And the Acme cards will probably give popularity as well, because uh, everyone loves damage and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Destruction's fun. Yeah, yeah, I like that. So, um, if we have, if we have like, popularity points that we're sort of spending, um, we're buying cards and potentially traps. Like, your traps might actually be integrated into the cards. So, your cards might say, buy a trap, buy a three-cost trap, or buy a trap for minus two popularity points or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. As they're two very different, I guess, teams, would you have choices, like a, the same choice per for both teams, or would you have individual choice that they can buy from? I'd, I'd say... I'd say it's probably more of a... Um, 
a, a pool of cards, sort of like Ascension or... Um, yeah. So most of them are going to be just like um, events or Acme weapons or things like that rather than actual characters themselves. Yeah, yeah, because... Well, I'm thinking of a basketball move. Like, if someone passes the ball, it's not like the opponent team getting that card means that... Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. They can't pass the ball, sort of thing. Like, it's a move. Everyone. Everyone knows that move. That's, it's just when you use it. So, I guess that's true. I I just play too much legendary. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, because you in legendary, you need to have uh, specific. Um, you you sort of combo the, the symbols, don't you? Yeah, the heroes yeah. and symbols and all that. Um, but yeah, so that's cool. So we're just looking at different acme devices, different yeah. ways. So, the one thing I don't like about pools of cards is that eventually someone, you know, nobody wants that card, and then eventually no one wants that card, and eventually no one wants that card, and you're both choosing from two cards. So, (laughs) one thing that could be interesting is if the card pool always moved on, sort of like a um, a conveyor belt. So... Mm -hmm. um, you might start with, say, four cards there, and the cards would move along this conveyor belt, and whichever one is the furthest away will disappear when it gets yeah. to a certain point, which is sort of like the game time progressing. Yeah. So you could speed the game up by buying lots of cards, like lots of cheap cards, if you're winning, but it'll also clog up your deck, but because you're winning, you're speeding the game up. So maybe the game cards are a game timer at the same time. Could work, yeah. That yeah. could kind of give the game an urgency too that you kind of have in basketball. Yeah, you've got the shot clock. I know about the shot clock. You've got 24 seconds <laughs> to score a goal or the ball just goes to the other team. Yep. <laughs> yep, I know what you're talking about, Alex. Let's let's <laughs> pretend I know exactly what you just said. In pro, pro basketball, that's what they do at the moment. Um, it sort of forces the play to keep going, which is good because this is what we're trying to do here. So I guess the point of the game is to score goals, though. So we do we like the double-sided cards? I like that aspect. Um, they might not yes. all be double-sided, but maybe a few of them are. Maybe if they're double-sided, they're actually worth a bit more. Possibly. Because you can use them in both scenarios. Yeah. yeah. 
obviously you have your crappy cards to start off with a deck builder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your simple pass and all that, but yeah, the double-sided works, so you can have, like, multi-use. Um, yeah. Okay. That sounds good. So, how about we try and work out what some of the cards would be? Because, like, I was thinking a card like, you know, like the classic Air Jordan symbol on, on the shoes and all that. Doing, like, a slam dunk like that. So, if Jordan gets the ball on your team and you do this Air Jordan slam dunk, you will score two points and get popularity points to spend during your turn. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Um, what else was it? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. They had to go to, uh, Jordan's house to get his, like, basketball shoes. <laughs> his shoes could be a good Classic. item to put down. Not all the items have to be traps, either. You might look at the item and you might place it somewhere, which could be psychologically damaging for your opponent, and they'll go, well, I don't know what that is, so I'm not going to go there, but it might be, like, a springboard or something. <laughs> that helps you. Yeah, that helps you. So if you actually move a player onto it, they get a free pass or, you know, you get to play an extra card. Oh, how many cards are we playing per turn? That's a good question. <laughs> the, the amount in your deck, because it's a deck builder, you could have a limit, like the time limit aspect could be your deck. Because you're trying to, the other person's trying to defend against your attacking deck. Maybe your attempt of getting the goal runs out once you've run out of cards in your deck. Oh, yeah. And then you have to swap it over. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good That's a good shot clock thing. Um, the only issue is, obviously, with deck builders, the more you go through, um, the more cards you will have. So there will be that to balance. Yeah, um, true. Oh, I like that a lot, actually. So... You would play your deck until you score a point, and then both players shuffle and draw a new hand of cards. You could have, you I mean, it it could be card for a card each time. So instead of like playing your hand, it's I play this card, and then they play that card, and then you play this card, and then they play that card. And by them trying to maneuver their guys onto the same spots as you, and you can only maneuver guys to you know un- unhindered <laughs> spots or I mean, you can only pass mm-hmm. so many nodes. So we, we're actually, we've got all these guys on a court and there'd be nodes all over the court and we have to sort of navigate our way through it. Yeah. Oh, man, that's And then the defense, good. the defense has to, I guess, place their characters in nodes to defend. Yeah. So they have to try and plan and counter what the attack is trying to do. Yeah, because you can imagine moving your guy in between two other characters so that if a, a pass, or they were going to pass in between those two characters, you can intercept it really easily. Mm. Like, you can imagine an intercept card, which would be a defensive card, say something like, intercept a pass um, within one node of you, or within two nodes of you. So, you know, he, he stretches his arms out and gets it, or he jumps and gets it, or something like that. Yep. Oh man, that's that good. Cool. Um, and you know what? It, like, it makes sense in my head where, like me, I'm I'm a defensive player normally when I when I do magic or, or anything like that. So I would probably end up building a defensive deck, which means that if I can intercept the ball, we immediately shuffle our decks and play again 
uh, like from mm-hmm. my side. And if I can keep defending while getting closer to their ring every time, I'm going to eventually score that point because mm-hmm. I'm moving the Whereas ball down. The... Yeah. Well, as if you're the defend uh, att- aggressive, you go all out attack to try and go past and yeah, you you move faster, you pass faster, you you try and get further down the court to get the ball in, and yeah, that sounds really clever actually. Then there's the other alternative, obviously. There's the economic approach, I guess. You could get the better cards if you play economic. More traps. You're worse in it. Yeah, more traps, um, but you're initially worse in attack and defense, but playing the long game. Yeah, yeah, you get the more expensive cards later that, that can either filter your deck or do more stronger actions. Mm-hmm. Or do both defense and offense. Yeah, so I, I think, I think what we have just worked out is that we, not all cards are going to be both. They're going to be, all the cheaper cards are going to be defense or offense. And then later on down the track, the more expensive cards as they go down this treadmill, um, you know, you're going to, you're going to find some, some choice cards that are just going to be awesome for you. You know, removing cards from your deck doesn't necessarily sound like a good thing unless you can score a point. But I guess moving the ball further towards your goal before it changes over is better. Like, yeah. like rugby. Because if you can do, yeah, because if the end immediately finishes, if, um, I guess the attacking person or any person loses their deck, you want to have some stronger cards to go further the other way so you can get rid of your crap cards yeah definitely definitely oh this is sounding really clever hmm. <laughs> so it's got a time a time and positional kind of aspect where you have to either do like aggressive defensive management of time management of your deck um, yeah. makes it different from other deck builders because most deck builders are like trying to find combos of cards yeah exactly more like um, yeah push and shove kind of forward and backwards interesting yeah I like cool. that and I think I think just being able to customise your deck to do what you wanted to do <clears throat> like I would play defensive and Sam would play economic because he loves money um, I do love money that is correct <laughs> and you might play aggressive and we all buy cards accordingly that in that kind of way to customise how we play I think, yeah, that's really good. Um, because it's on the conveyor belt, it's always dynamic. Yeah. As well. So. Okay. Adapt. We've done a lot. Now, we've, we've worked out the whole deck building aspect, which I think has been fantastic. I don't know if the augmented reality part fits in very well. (laughs) Except for the traps. I, I think the only problem with is, is it's, it's gonna slow down the game. An otherwise fast paced game. Can we can we implement it. it some some other way? Hmm. Nope. Moving on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, well, my entire part of concept could... for this is gone then. <laughs> well, the, you could always just have it um, just as a cool effect on the card when you play it. It just pop up with this cool animation. Yeah, yeah. You could just have it for. For fun. Yeah. Um, it would be good though to have it because of like the intercept and how would you plan where everyone is on the board. So you kind of need some visual aspect. Yeah, that would be good. Of that. 
Yeah. I mean, it'd be good to keep score and stuff as well. You might have, like, a cool Looney Tunes style um, scoreboard or something like that. Hmm. Do we need to... I mean, uh, the characters... The characters are probably charismatic enough that we don't need to have any kind of specially, special abilities on them, but maybe... Oops. Um, that was <laughs> that was my ice cream. Uh, God damn, you're always eating ice up. cream when I'm recording with you. <laughs> and you <laughs> never bring enough for everyone, Alex. Nah. I thought that was, like, time for podcast over. I was like, dude. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe... Um, the players could have a manager card because, I mean, the Nerdlucks have the guy that... What's his name? Uh, he's got some stupid name. Yeah, he's voiced by Danny DeVito. Uh, DeVito. Uh, oh, the is prospect. he? Proprietor. Yeah, the proprietor. Yeah, he's like um, Smackface or something. Um, Mr. Swackhammer. Yeah, Swackhammer. Swackhammer. <laughs> I was close. Um, yeah, he's he's like the team manager, and he's like, you know, go get them, kill them, punish them, whatever. Um, <laughs> maybe all like players get like a coach card because is Bill Murray the coach, the manager, and then he no, ends up Michael playing Jordan. as well. Michael I think Jordan he just kind of... shows up the, at the end to like fill in the numbers, right, Bill Murray? Yeah, he does. Yeah. And then he retires from basketball. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, maybe maybe everyone could get, like, a manager card or something that gives you, I don't know. Unique ability? Or... Yeah, yeah, just, just something to, to make playing in a different style each time. Yeah. I mean, I Would know... you say, like, the, man- the managers could be different Looney Tunes or... Yeah. Um... Yeah, you might Bugs have Bugs Bunny or Wile E. Coyote, who me- makes all traps cheaper or something like that. Um, yeah, and, oh, oh, yeah. What's his name? Smack Hammer. Uh, something <laughs> like that, yeah. <laughs> Smack Hammer. Um, he might always get a free pass in his turn, so it's like a, a move not dominated by a card. You just you, you get it automatically. Well, he's like uh, the manager of the um, biggest attraction, so maybe it's an economic kind of yeah. manager. Oh, yeah, yeah, popularity, yeah, you're right. Um, or or Jordan, or, you know, Lola Bunny, or, you know, Sex Appeal, I don't know. There could be lots of cool <laughs> little character cards, or, you know, manager cards who, who dictate, a, you know, a certain way of playing, which would direct you somehow, um, not that you necessarily have to do it, but it, it goes into your strategy. Yeah, I always like uh, character abilities. Yeah, me too. That. I mean, it just it, it just increases replayability because, um, mm-hmm. like, if we play Dominion or something, we have ten decks to choose from. If we play that exact same thing, the exact same ten decks a second time, I'm most likely going to do the exact same thing a second time, but mm-hmm. try and be more efficient. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it just helps the way you play, I guess. <clears> hmm. <throat> Yeah, and you you could also have like um different Looney Tunes versus another Looney Tunes managers. Yeah, um, you don't have, don't have to have the monsters versus Looney Tunes. No, that's true, and the monsters could be part of any team. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, which is cool. So you just end up getting five characters. I think we've abandoned the stamina idea, which is fine because 
didn't really have to be in anyway. <laughs> oh, we gosh. have the deck running out, which is kind of the stamina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of the same thing. Yeah. So we we got there. We got there. Oh, I really like the deck running out thing. That's really good. If you haven't scored your goal by a certain amount of time. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Well, what's the game some, end? Some of the, uh, the game end. Um, cause I mean, we, probably... we've got our gameplay. We've got our, our board, our, our characters. Um, you can do it a few different ways. You could either have like so many rounds and then whoever's a, has the highest score. Or you could do the first to so many scores. Yeah, um, yeah. The other alternative is if you're playing like a um, weapon kind of approach. Some weapons could make cards go out of the opponent's deck. So if you make the opponent go down to so many cards or run out of cards. Oh, yeah. You could win. What about um, shuffling? What about... Oh, oh. Have you played Alumbra? No, I haven't. Okay. In, in Alumbra, um, you, uh, are building a, uh, like a garden or a place and it's got castles and walls and all this other stuff. But the way you play is you, you buy cards from a pool similar to this. <laughs> um, but what you do is before the game starts, you separate that deck into five piles. Um, shuffling into the third pile, is a scoring card shuffling into mm-hmm. the second or first pile as a scoring card and shuffling into the last pile as a scoring card. So you will actually play through the entire deck until you hit that third scoring card. But you never know when it's going to come up. But That's the cool. deck has sort of been stacked. Yeah. Right? Es- Esnos does a similar thing. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, we could I'll, easily you know, put in like yes. first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, ending Ooh, yeah. ending cards shuffled into the deck. We could stack that into the actual deck so that when it comes out, that's the end of the play. We do the next jump ball, um, and the score is settled. Because you know, there there's nothing stopping us from doing a card that steals points from the other team as well. <laughs> like until that's true. until that dodgy that, umpire exactly. Exactly. I mean, they're all about cheating anyway. <laughs> exactly. I mean, if they're blowing, if they're blowing things up with dynamite, stealing a point here and there really isn't that far-fetched. So, until that, like, first round or whatever goes off, maybe there's only three rounds, and then you, um, at the end of the first one, you know, whoever wins gets a token, then you start again, and then whoever wins that one gets a token, and then you start again, whoever gets the third one gets a token, and it's best two out of three or whatever. I really like that, not knowing exactly when the round's going to end, because like other deck builders, you're going for the economy versus strength. Yeah. It makes you think about when you should go for both. Yeah. Because, I mean, you could could literally throw the entire first round, like your opponent could just score 20 points or whatever, but then if you were to then start, like you might throw the first round by building up economy to buy the better cards. And then you finally start buying the better cards and the round finishes and it's like 20 nil. You're like, yeah, whatever, cool. You, you get that round token. But then you start your second round at zero, zero. This is where things can change and you can start taking over and your opponent might be like, I better invest in some economy because I'm losing this round. And then the third round is where it all happens again. That sounds good. Yeah. So best two out of three. Mm-hmm. 
Best two out of three quarters in basketball. (laughs) 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 There's there's three quarters in basketball, right? Um, Yeah. Sam, you should know. You did anthology. Almost. Yes, and there are four quarters, Alex. <laughs> what what basketball movies did you do in that, by the way? Uh, we spoke about Airbud, we spoke about Space Jam. Uh, I think we spoke about High School Musical, the best baseball uh, basketball movie. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I blame you, Alex. I blame you for everything that's wrong in my life. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> um... Okay, well, I think this is <laughs> this is a pretty good game. Do you want to try and summarize it all, Nathan? Uh, all right. From the start. So, so obviously, it's a uh, Space Jam deck builder, uh, backwards and forwards, I guess, processional game to try and score the f- most points, um, best out of three. With traps attacking defensive, I'm just going all over the place. Um, <laughs> yeah, just like the movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so backwards and forwards, forwards deck builder, um, crazy Looney Tune style. Steals, passes, yeah. goals. The works. Yeah, Michael Jordan's shorts. Buying our cards from a track, the track determines when the round ends and eventually runs out and wasn't there anything else? Oh yeah, manager cards Yes, and we'll try and slip some augmented reality in there for you as well Yeah, yeah, just just for the hell of it <laughs> Yep nice. Well, we've got Stretch that goals. on the traps, we've got that on the traps We can see them, but they can't Yep And a scoreboard Done. Sold. <laughs> awesome. We'll make millions, just like all the other dice hearts, right, Sam? Yes, everyone we have got exactly a million dollars out of. Are you going to tweet this to Michael Jordan? I think Am we should. I, 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 yes, we'll tweet this to Michael Jordan. Awesome. I hear he does well managing base- basketball teams. <laughs> Good on him. And baseball. <laughs> uh, I actually think he's a Same sport, manager, right? If anything... Has, if Mark has taught me anything, I think it's that Michael Jordan basketball manager. Um, anyway. Right, cool. So we're not tweeting it to him now. No, no, we'll, we'll tweet it to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, cool. Well, Nathan, why don't you tell us what you do and where you come from and, and where we can find you? Um, so... When is this uh, going live? Is this will be live soon? Soon, very right. soon. So, um, I'm a designer um, in Sydney currently. Um, I'm just about to launch, or now launch, whenever you listen to this, um, a little game called War of Supremacy. Um, it's going on Kickstarter. Um, if you like a bit of take that, a bit of luck mixed with strategy, it's a fantasy card game. Uh, go check it out. Uh, you can check me uh, find my website at losttreasuregames.com. And it is a great game. I have played this at PAX, and it has beautiful artwork. Yes, I can't take any credit for that whatsoever. <laughs> That's but okay. My, but my artist did a great job. <laughs> yeah. I've actually still got the bookmark. I'm currently using it in the book that I'm reading right now. Ah, awesome. <laughs> um, and Sam, where can we find you? 
Well, I'm currently using a video shop business card as uh, my uh, bookmark <laughs> in the current book I'm reading. And that's where you can find me, at thevideoshop.com.au, basically on most of those things. Awesome. Primarily the Video Shop awesome. podcast. <laughs> and you guys know where to find me by now, so um, you'll listen to that in the outro anyway. So thanks a lot for coming on, guys. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> See ya. Happy to come back. Bye. Bye. That's another game by the Dice Hard Crew. You can see, read, and ask questions on the Facebook group Dice Hard Discussions. Alex can be found on Twitter at BlueRoomBG and at winter.persona.co. You can follow Dice Hard at VideoShopPod on Twitter and see the complete VideoShop network at thevideoshop.com.au. 